Experience worship. True worship. Experience the word. Bringing you wholeness. Experience the warmth of fellowship. Experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at the Lighthouse. House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthousenergy.org or contact us at info at lighthousenergy.org. The Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny. Praise the Lord. Can you just welcome people around you? Just welcome them in the name of the Lord. Ask them how was their day. Are they coping with the fuel situation in our nation? The Lord is good. And we meet everyone at the point of their need. Good evening, everyone who is online. Thank you for joining in our beautiful exchange service. Uh, we started this series last week, Wednesday. And we're looking at the family life. And then we, we said that marriage is a gift from God. And uh, marriage is also work. It is not something that we can take lightly. And on Sunday, by the grace of God, uh, we were taking through uh, another side to it. So, but it's a good season to join our services. It's a very good time. I believe you can learn. I believe we can all learn together. And tonight, uh, the way we started last week, Wednesday, is still the same way. Uh, it's like a discussion. Uh, we know the heart of God. We know uh, what God has in mind. Uh, but we just want to put it in practical terms. Uh, last week, we were looking for uh, whom to marry. And we had an exchange of words. Tonight, uh, we will just generally talk uh, about act, the act of choosing a spouse. The act is an act. Uh, there are preparations that are involved. And so tonight, we will have the ones who are here to choose to tell us their mind. Uh, the one who are already married, we'll also ask them uh, to give us an insight in how they choose theirs. The Bible says that these things are reaching down uh, for, our for instruction and then for our admonition unto whom the hand of the word has come. Uh, it, for me, it's not just hearers of the word that is blessed, but the doers of the work. That's what the Bible says, do doer of the work. So when it comes to the word of God, there is the act is regarded as work, W-O-R-K. And on Sunday, we, we just have a beautiful session. Uh, we were reminded uh, because people say, oh, the challenges that I go through in my relationship or maybe in my marriage is just peculiar. And it was this mystify on Sunday. The fact that God was the officiating minister for the first wedding. Uh, he, he had it, yet the wedding had uh, what you can call challenges. Uh, God, as the officiating minister, even the man that was the first one, you will expect that the law of first mention, the man will have it all together. Along the line, he lost his job. So when people lose their job today and they're already married, it's not a new thing. Along the line, there was a family issues. I mean, the son, two sons kill one another. I'm not saying yours, we kill one another, but I'm just saying there are life do throw things at people 
in marriages. For those of us who are married, uh, we were reminded uh, the things we need to work on, W-O-R-K, you must work consistently on acceptance, accepting your spouse. You must be excited about them. Uh, you must be open to them. Uh, you must give room for latitude. The Bible says love covered multitudes of church shortcomings. And then you must be committed to the one that you have chosen to marry. Uh, I know that if you need a full and complete message of last week, Wednesday, and then last week, um, on Sunday, you can please visit our YouTube channel. Uh, you, they are there for our edification. Praise the Lord. Tonight, uh, let's start from 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7. I read the first 15 verses. Uh, if you can please give me in the New International Version, NIV, I will appreciate that. Uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 7. Uh, this is biblical thought. Paul took time to write this. Uh, so this is his thought, which I believe you, you'll find out as we read tonight. If we say, oh, these are my own thoughts, uh, under the inspiration of the Spirit, then he will also say, oh, this is the commandment of the Lord. It means we can alter uh, his own thoughts. We can, we can target in every situation in marriage, we can just use discretion by the word of the Lord to judge the matter. He says, so now for the matters you wrote about, it means problems or challenges must have happened in people's marriages and at the church in Corinth. So nothing is new under the sun. So they must have written to him for clarification. They must have written to him uh, to have an insight into what God wants. He said, now for the matters you wrote about, that it is good for a man not to have sexual relation with a woman. He said, but since sexual immorality is occurring, so it means that is also happening in that church, he said, each man, to avoid it, should have sexual relations with his own wife, and each woman with her own husband. Verse 3, he said, the husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife. He's writing to those who are married now. He said, likewise, the wife to her husband. I want you to please understand, it's customized. Uh, even when he was writing to the church at Ephesus, he says, submit yourselves to your own husband. And so that degree of submission is to the one you get married to. The degree of love that you also, there is the general love that we show. But the one that operates in marriage is to the ones that you chose. So the husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife, and likewise the wife to her husband. Verse 4. is that the wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. Can you see? To her husband. He said in the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. Verse 5. He said, do not deprive each other, except perhaps... So it's not even an instruction. It's just an admonition. Except perhaps it's conditional by mutual consent and for a time. And the only time that that has been done in the body of Christ is the time that people say is the time of separation during prayer and fasting. But also by the word of the Lord, by the word of instruction, you can have it during prayer and fasting. It doesn't disturb your holiness. Can I have an amen tonight? <laughs> 
by mutual consent and for a time, so that you may devote. There are this room is PG rated, so I can't tell you. I can't. He who has hears, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. He <laughs> says, so that you may both devote yourselves to prayer. So it means that thing can enhance prayers. Then come together again, so that Satan will not. Those who are holier than God don't accept. But you see, unto the pure, all things are pure. Can I have an amen tonight? Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you. So it means in that area, there is a tendency for you and I to face temptation. Strong one. But the solution to that temptation is not binding the devil. He said, let each one have their own husband. Let each one have their own wife. He said, don't come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Verse 6, I said this as a concession. Can you see? He said, not as a command. Um, in Yoruba translation, there is a word, which means discretion. Every married man should have discretion. Can I have an amen tonight? Just go back to English version. I, I, I just need to code things here tonight, but let's just go ahead. He said, I say this as a concession, not as a command. I wish that all of you were as I am. So some people may have that gift. If our Bible scholars talk about Paul, it's a usual thing. If you know as a believer today, if you know you don't have that gift, don't play with fire. Can a man carry fire in his bosom and do not get burned? He said, but each of you has your own gift from God. One has this gift and another has that. Can I, we are going to 15, please. Verse 8. Now to the unmarried and widows, I say it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. You know, he talked about gift. So if you know you don't have that gift, don't play with fire. But if they cannot control, can you see? They should what? For it is better. Can you confess that with me tonight? It is better. I said it is better to marry than to burn with passion. Verse 10. He said to the married, I give this command. Can you now see the difference? No concession anymore. But I give the command, not I, but the Lord. A wife must not separate from her own. I mean, we got into that on Sunday. If you really, really listen. But you will see where the concession is in our modern day. There are some things that need concession in our modern day. Some people, their head is just not correct. So we need to give that, them that concession of separation so that they can reappraise. I'm not on that tonight, so I won't stay too long. We will get into it in the course of the teaching. Um, to the married, I give this command, not high, but the Lord, a wife must not separate from her husband. But if she does, she must remain unmarried. In other words, it, the, when, what do you do in separation? You reappraise. You see whether you still want to continue on that journey. You see if this person is reasonable according to the word of God or not. 
Or else, be that's what we do. We seek for reconciliation during separation. But a lot of the time, what people do is that they have already made up their mind before the thing even results in separation. So they are not seeking for reconciliation. Can I have an amen tonight? And a husband must not divorce his wife. You know that religious people have taken this and just established it as a command. But there is a concession in that verse. Verse 12. He said, to the rest, I say this. I am not the Lord. Can you see? That's concession. If a, man, if a brother has any wife who is not a believer and she's willing to live with him, he must not divorce her. You know theology that says... You must do, uh, you, once you are saved, you can send away your unsaved wife away. Then, verse 13, 14, 15. You say, why, why am I even reading these verse, uh, verses tonight? I just want to establish something. And if a woman has a husband who is not a believer and is willing to live with her, she must not divorce him. Verse 14. For the unbelieving husband has been sanctified through his wife. Can I have an amen? amen? So in other words, if there is acceptance, if there is excitement, if there is openness, if there is latitude, if there is commitment, then this can happen. Otherwise, your children will be unclean, but as it is, they are holy. That's just somebody who believes, living with another person who does not believe. Verse 15. But if the unbeliever lives, then he be so. The brother or sister is not banned. That's talking to a covenant person. But God has called us to do what? Live in peace. So let me just cover, I want to cover those series of scripture because we make reference to it. But Tonight, I just want us to look at something. You see, how do we get into challenges in marriage? Simply, from my understanding, is when either of the two parties or both parties are not ready to listen to the word of God. Either or, or both. And then secondly, we get into trouble because we keep silent. A lot of people don't talk until the thing is out of they don't. So, if we do the word, I say it again tonight, which has always been my conviction. I have not seen the word of God go to a divorce court. It's not possible. If two people, either of the party is ready to do the word, we will not hand up. So, ignorance. And that's why I say for a soul, Proverbs 19.2, for a soul to be without knowledge, it is not good. So tonight, a lot of the time, what we do, we are not proactive when it comes to the subject of marriage. In fact, people lure other people into it. They say when you get in there, certain things will begin to change. It doesn't all the time happen that way. It will change when people are committed to do the word. So tonight, let, let's just um, help the ones who are not married yet. Uh, to just have a, a different perspective. So, um, towards it. Number one statement I would like to make is that being single is not a cause. How many single people in this room agree with that? Can I see your hand? Okay. So, it means it is okay to be single, Abby? 
Please respond to me, people of God. Yeah. So, if I say being single is not a cause, the next thing I'd like you to do, please, ignore the pressure. Because there will always be pressure from friends, from families, from colleagues, from the society. There will always be pressure. What are you doing? Uh, some people will say, oh, um, you've graduated since when? And then you mention it. say, ah, what is happening? When are you going to settle down? It's as if when you settle down, everything just settles with you. No. <laughs> Can I have an amen tonight? So, let's, let's try and go into the practicals. Uh, can I have microphone passed around? I won't. Some people didn't like the fact that I called them out last week. So let's pass the microphone around. So uh, the first person I'd like to talk to tonight is Feiyi. Because I haven't seen you in the midweek service for a long time. So don't disappear next week, but you are not coming out. Uh, last week I, I picked people out, but I'm not going to do that tonight. The question is very simple. Okay, let me, the first question. Do you want to get married? Please let me, give him volume. Let's let the church hear her tonight. Do you want to get married? Yes, sir. Okay. Can we appreciate her? Personally, from your understanding of God's word, if you are to pick a partner, what will you do? as you had tonight. What would you like to do? So number one, what would you like to do? In making up your mind to marry someone, what, what are the things you would like to do? Okay, so, um, first of all, the person has to be... Is a, is a microphone clear enough? Okay. Okay, first of all, the person has to be a believer. A believer? A believer in what? This day we need to ask ourselves. Okay, the person has to be a believer, like a Christian, someone that Because is... someone might say, I believe in myself. <laughs> so a believer in... In God, in Jesus Christ, the person okay. has to be yielded and committed. Okay. So, yielded. Not just a believer, but yielded and committed. To God. To Christ. Am I right? Yes, sir. Okay. So what are the other things for your consideration? It has to be working. Or... Yeah, I love that. It has to be productive by working. <laughs> and that's our preference now. I mean, that's our preference. Yeah. Oh, yeah? It has to be a man. In the t in sense that he has to, he cannot be a mommy's boy. He has yeah. to be able to he has make to decision. Be a man. Yeah, he has to I be love mature. that. <laughs> Not mommy's boy. And then he has to be my friend. He should be able to listen to me and understand me. He has to be a friend. And we appreciate her. Okay? 
Sam, me your Sam. Again, again now, if he likes, let him run from the Wednesday service. <laughs> me your Sam. I know that you are single and you are not searching. At least as at uh, last week Sunday. <laughs> no, as at yesterday. I think I saw what you posted yesterday. So, what were the steps that you took to get to where you are at the moment? Um, first, um, I, I knew that she's a lover of God, like she's a believer. Lover of God. Also, I knew that she's somebody that is um, passionate about her growth, her career, and she's independent. About her career goals. Independent. Yeah, go ahead. Also, um, we created a bond, a friendship, okay. and uh, she can tell me anything. I can tell her anything. Okay. And number five, she's a people's person. She loves people. Also, then she's accountable to people. Accountable to others. Okay. So, can you see that Feyi? Consideration. Can you see Mayor Sam's consideration? Can anybody talk, uh, tell us about the common denominator? Eh? Please, who is bold enough to tell us what are the common denominators? Uh, I think you need to speak into the mic because of people online. Okay, both parties emphasized a relationship with God. So it means both parties belong to a family, which is the family of God. They recognize him as their source. Please speak on. Is there anything you want? That's so it also means if you will, there are values. That guides the family. There are family values. Eh? Yes. Okay. Please respond. Um, yeah. Both auto talks about um, each and everybody, either ways that they must be doing something. One talks about independence, one talks about must be productive. And that is, has a work, a source of livelihood. You know, that is in, uh, in uh, the manner of the head of the family. It says, establish your work in the field, make it fit for yourself, then marry a wife. Can I have an amen? Okay, so the married people here, can anyone help us how you, you made your own choice? You tell us how, what was it like, how many years you've been married, so what was it like when you were starting out, 
So what were the things you looked for, and how is it now? Anyone who is married wants to share? Anyone? Please, married people. I don't want to call names. Maybe doctor will help us. I don't want to call names, but all of you are looking elsewhere so that our face will not... Um... Yeah, doc, go ahead, please. Okay. Um, well, like uh, Faye started with, um, in making the choice, one needs to look out for someone that you are friends with. Okay. That friendship is very important. Then having the same father so that you don't, you don't have the devil as a father in law. I didn't hear that, sir. I didn't hear that. <laughs> I just said that you don't have the devil as your father-in-law. Okay. Uh, so there must be that. Um, Belonging to the same family. Yes. Yeah. Then for me, I also look at the family background. Yeah. Then I look at the relationship between her and the mother. Okay. And then... Uh, people around her. Okay, so we can say family of origin. Yeah. Interestingly, that's what we'll be discussing on Sunday by God's grace. Okay. Um, I also had an anchor uh, from the word of God. How long have you been married, sir? Because these days you don't hear uncle. <laughs> 16. Eh? 16 years. Okay. Okay. So, basically. Basically. Yeah. How many of us who are prospecting to get married? I, I haven't heard from any of these people. You must be a social media influencer. <laughs> eh? I haven't heard that it was deliberately have, if it's not six-pack, then I'm not doing. So it means that the things that are popular out there has been the basis for uh, getting married to people. They are probably not it. I haven't even heard that it must be from a very rich home. He or she. Yeah, I know that some people do marry because of um, social status, but hey, those things, they have their own uh, good side. Like we would say, it's a plus for some people. It's also a minus for other people. But what I'm saying is that for most people, it's not even a point of consideration. Any other one from any married person? Okay, so you want to add to this point? Okay. In addition to that, not just being born again, that person must be ready to be a ministry person. Okay, for I, you? I, for me. Okay. That right from onset. The ministry moment you, you are not cut out, then we can't go together. Okay. Then number two, we must have chemistry. When I see you, there must be gee, 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 gee. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't look like one. <laughs> Who 
who operate, who operate, maybe you operate in physics, <laughs> not chemistry. You operate in physics. Praise God. As I praise the Lord. So, any, any other one, any other one, generally, anything that we have said, because I want people to learn from this. No matter how spiritual I am, I cannot underplay that. I believe in a woman being physically beautiful, not a woman that uses hope. Christ in me, the hope of glory. <laughs> Don't worry. Come and pay. Come and pay. I will explain that to you. So I, I strong, I, I this all of this, and one point is critical to me. After believing in God, you must believe in me. You must be sold out to me. Yeah, that's why I call root promax. Yes, you must believe in me. And, and I said that to say this. Root, but believe in God. God first. If you, you have to believe in God. also root promax. Yes. What did you call now? Mm. You I don't must, understand that. You must believe in me because when there are difficulties, what you believe in me is a stabilizer. Okay. So that, that's um, anyone who wants to oppose anything here. So Faye says, uh, because we are talking about to kingdom people, even those who are online, uh, I, we, this may not apply to everyone, uh, but in the kingdom of God, these are values that people have applied to their lives. And we are just strengthening those values to help someone out there uh, to be able to make decisions for their lives, for their future. So Faye says, you must be a believer in God or a believer in Jesus. Not just a believer, this person must be yielded and committed uh, to the cause of Christ. In other words, the word of God is what is guiding and leading them in their lives of fear. Then he says, this person, for her as a woman, must be productive. And I love that because he didn't say he must have plenty of money. Productive. Because there is a law of increase in our own kingdom. The part of the just is like a shining light. It shines more and more to the perfect day. And I love the fourth thing that he is looking for. The person must be a man. Must be a man, not mommy's boy. And that's scripture. He said, therefore, a man shall leave his father, not a boy. A man shall leave his father and mother. And if Paul was emphasizing it later on in Ephesians 5, he says, for this reason, anyone who wants to get married, when he listed submission to one another, uh, husband loves your wife, uh, wife submit yourself to, he said, for this very reason, a man will leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one. And of course, said he has to be a friend. It's still the scriptures, Proverbs 18. He says, you, he would desire a friend must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. May yourself must be a lover of God, passionate about our career goals. That was what he found. That was what he was looking for. That was his expectations. I said he must be someone who is independent, someone who maintains a friendship bond, and then someone who is a people's person. Because major realize that he is a people, people's person by reason of the things that he does. 
is in people's faces. So he has to marry someone who can understand that. Because the truth is that as they grow together, platform, opportunities, we bring them into a place of prominence. So he desires it, and that's what he got. So the friendship bond must be there, people's person, and then person who, when the chips are down, there must be that support system around them who they are accountable to. And generally, because we are talking about the family of God, uh, there are things that were pointed by those who have gone ahead of us, friendship, belonging to the same family. And you see, for me, if I'm a single person listening to this tonight, to marry someone who doesn't share my faith is not possible. It's a no-no. Because when you highlight some of these things that we have said, it may be very difficult. Life is full of decisions. And we need to make decisions as we grow together. Maybe not just as a married couple, but as you grow in life, there are things. And our decisions are largely reflection of our personal values. And those values are largely reflection of our relationship with our maker. Can I have an amen tonight? So we must belong to the same family. I love what doctor said. So that my father-in-law must not be... You said it. Doctor said it. And then the family background. The dynamics of the family background. And then the family of origin. I mean, this values thing. We are still talking about it in our discussion this morning on our way to work. The fact that, see, you need to communicate your value which stems in your faith. And you need to communicate it to your children so that you can pass it. And that's the principle of God. He said, God himself vowed over Abraham. He said, I know him. Whatever I tell him, I know he will teach his children. So I think we need to also understand that. And then, uh, what's that? I wrote it. Eh? Anchor from the word of God. And then the person must be, someone said, alongside with all this quality, his own spouse must be ministry-oriented. There must be chemistry. And then generally, physical attraction. And then believe in God. And somebody wants a root pro max. Praise God. So what is our advice for the ones who are single? It's very easy. To avoid the story that touches. Where you are now, you still have every reason to make a good choice. Can I have an amen? amen? So number one, prepare yourself and be friendly. If you are searching, prepare yourself and become friendly. Just have this friendship disposition. Because most men and women out there, that's what they are looking for. They need a friend. They don't need a headmaster or headmistress. They need a friend. They have seen things in life. Everybody has a share of theirs. When we get into the family of origin, some people all their lives they've been talked down at. So they need someone they can be friend with. They need that atmosphere where they can express themselves, where they can grow, where they can try. Some people have been talked so much so that they refuse, they, they have doubted their ability themselves. So and then they have what is called no self-esteem. So, as someone who is preparing to get married along the line in the future or making a choice, you can't get, I mean, if somebody has been talked down at the family hen, 
you now get into a relationship with someone who doesn't even value, who doesn't accept. That's pro max times whatever low self-esteem. I mean, we had it on Sunday. Where someone will say, oh, what do you know? We are talking, you are talking. How many talkers here? That used to be one of my, my, my school teachers in secondary school. I'm talking, you are talking. How many talkers? <laughs> eh? Praise God. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, praise. I'm talking, you are talking. How many talkers? And then when he catches you, and you say, two fighting. Okay? Praise God. So, prepare yourself. No matter what life has thrown at you as someone who desires to get married, you must prepare yourself. Not, don't wait until you see that person. You must start preparing yourself. The things that are not are wrong, make it right. Make it right before you even meet this person. And we can make things right because we belong to the family of God. And God called those things which be not as though they were. Because God has the potential in you. He has seen it. That's why his word, you need to embrace it and renew your mind. I, 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 I think I, I was talking to someone and the person said that when, okay, not that I was talking. Yeah, I was talking only. I was counseling with two people. They live in the UK. They are preparing to get married. So I was doing online counseling for them. And the lady at the third class mentioned that that class was what gave her, was what dissolved fear in her heart. Because she, has said, she said that since she started that relationship, she was just hoping that one day it will break. Because all her life, she has been put down. And she's doing very well. She's a data, is it data analyst or what do you call it? Very brilliant lady, very creative. But they talk down on so much on her, she withdraws. She said even in the office, she works alone. She doesn't enjoy working in a team because she's afraid someone is going to say something to her that can wound her. So, in, while you have the time, because such people, if we carry it into marriage, then we'll be looking for affirmation from maybe the husband or the wife who is also looking for affirmation. Can I have an amen tonight? So, it's very important that we prepare ourselves. If you are not, I mean, I know that the people I'm speaking to tonight, some of us, we are already in that age bracket that we need to get married. But hey, don't rush. If you know that you have things to still do, work, we are all work in progress, but don't rush into marriage. Hey, your self-esteem is not derived from your wife, it's not derived from your husband. It is derived from God. Can I have an amen? amen. Secondly, Achieve things with your life. And you know that it's there. Okay, he said it. And other people, achieve things with your life. Let it be that you are improving yourself while you are still waiting. Take on courses. Be, be, be uh, I mean, it's called self-improvement. But please, you are single and it's not a course. You are single and you are not, you are not lonely. You are just alone in terms of friendship and companionship as it were. But so, whatever you need to do to improve yourself, I'm saying to you, all my sisters in this room, no man, especially in this 22nd or 23rd century, wants to marry a liability. No man. If you see any man who is ready to marry anything, 
then it means people from the village are following that man. Everybody wants to marry someone who is productive with their life. And that's the definition of independence that Sammy was saying here. You can stand on your own, I can stand on your own. But the two of us, we work together to bring something substantial out of that relationship. Can I have an amen? So, number three, which is closely related to that, because we are in the kingdom. Home things, own things, own things. If you earn salary, buy yourself a car. If you earn salary, you earn money, invest. You know, people around here, culture says, ah, if you are doing this, then you will not find a man. It's a lie. What it means that if you are productive with yourself, the kind of man that you will attract is not your year kind of man. The frequency at which we will operate is different. Can I have an amen? amen. I said, can I have an amen? amen. So home things, invest. And Lala, we say, you only will have one life. Live it on purpose. Live your best life. Being single is not a cause. Number five or number four? Eh? What number? Four. Don't allow yourself to be tossed around. Don't. Don't. As a woman, don't become vulnerable. As a man, don't be a liability. Don't leave off women. And don't lead women on. Number five, don't give in to loneliness. Frustration and, and worry. Things are happening every day. But you see, like we had on Sunday, be joyful. Excitement. Be excited about your life. I, I've seen women, especially the ones that probably uh, the, 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 the calendar years is not in their favor. And they are in this kingdom. And they will be tying scarf. How will, they, how will men see your beauty? Also, they get. And they cover their hair. No. No. Be joyful. Don't look like the, the one who is expecting the second coming of Jesus and all of us are sinners. We are all expecting the second coming. I didn't say that. You said it. I didn't say that. You said it. So it means you understand what I'm trying to talk about. What I'm trying to describe to you. Hey, don't use that to intimidate us. Don't wear dress. Yeah, that's what my mother called it. Dress. A dress that is shapeless. Just wear like a sack. And your, your gown is cleaning the street for us. No! Look sharp. What's another number? Eh? Six. Let me give you the last one. Please, it is okay to be single. It's a mindset. Too. It's okay to be single. So it means while you are still in this state, you find your own fulfillment with God. You find it. You see, it's when you find it that you can recognize who a believer is. 
It's when you find it that you can recognize the lover of God. I said something here last week, um, last week's Wednesday, and it's without apology. If you are, you see a man, and you are begging him to read the Bible, and you are begging him to pray, run, no. Sister Joanne, run, no. No, because already he, he, can't, he can't see. He can't hear. Yeah, he can't see, he can't hear. True devotion, he has slept off completely. Say, I'm tired. Every day you are tired. So find your fulfillment with God. Please understand, you are unique. You are special. You are distinct. He's not being proud, but that's who you are as a daughter and a son of the king. And generally, in closing tonight, be open to friendship. Be open. Don't do elitist club. You know, sometimes your husband, eh? The package may not be the one, but the content. So, if you do elitist club, you may miss the content. I know the conviction these days. They say both the content and the package. Usually, eh? You won't like him at the first sight. And I'm not saying that, that men should also relax. No. But I'm also saying that sometimes, that's for us in the kingdom... You need to recognize, you need to have discernment. Billy Graham, the man of God, Billy Graham, she really loved a girl at that time. But the girl would just not do anything to listen to her, to him, rather. And then, long story cut short, years after. There was someone on the healing line. And of course, the Holy Spirit. So after the service, the Holy Spirit, that woman walked up to the wife and said, of course, Billy Graham has mentioned that woman. I mean, in their, maybe in the bid to appreciate his wife, say, oh, thank God I'm, I'm married to you and all that. And so by the time the woman mentioned her name, she, wasn't, she got married, but she's divorced. And then she said, oh, Billy Graham is my wife. He said, you know what Billy Graham's um, wife told her? He said, thank God you didn't say yes to him. So don't do elitist club. I know life on the island is different from life on the mainland. Hotel alone. We on the mainland can see. Those on the island can also see. But they can see with discernment. Uh-huh. Secondly, don't be seen or perceived as a snob, whether a man or a woman. Don't be. Uh, if a man may be seen as being cocky. A woman may be seen as being a snob. Don't be perceived. It's an impression. And it means the saying is, is good. First impression makes a whole world of difference. And then three. You see, this thing... Uh, they are not from the Lord. 
Eh? They are just life lessons. Yara, I need brain. <laughs> kind of thing. Don't develop unrealistic expectations. Don't be high-minded. Don't. Either male or female, creator ye them. I'm talking to you. Don't be high-minded. Don't. Don't. And don't be vain. These are things. See, even if you are from a rich home, your parents didn't start being rich. They grow or they grew. So you have to also learn to start from where you are on your way to where you are going. I'm not ruling it out. Rich kids can marry fellow rich kids, no doubt about it. But the percentage is relatively low. And then fourthly, which is a problem, and I want to say it ahead of time, because me, that is a pastor, I'm afraid, eh? five years from now, ten years from now, what the family unit will look like. So the last point, don't live in compromised lifestyle. Don't. I won't be any one mushisha joke on it, All those things, they are not it. There are women who smoke hemp more than men. Colos is what is a daily part of dosage. That's the multivitamins that people use to stay strong. All these things have health implications. They do. Ah, colors ni. Tebati liye yanti aye blue abi green. Yanti moko moko to muniye. Ati round on be Pepsi lata roda le Pepsi go to. A science students ni wo. Uh huh. So please don't. We are we are see. I've I've seen that believers do these things because we want to belong. No, our identity is in God. The interesting thing is just that I won't go. If I enter into a club, I will come out without drinking. I can stay there hours, but I will not go. Because you can see me there. I can wound your conscience by you seeing me there. But I can be there and also. I used to be a heavy smoker, but I've when I became a Christian, I separated myself. And that's the relationship. I separated myself so much that my friends that smoke, I sat with them. And, you know, these are the temptations. They are real. I don't have to do things to belong. My satisfaction is in God. I don't have to drink anymore to be able to talk to anyone. These are things, they are social issues. And people just lose their identity. I can't enter into a place now and say because there is Hennessy, there is everything. Everything is drink till you drop and I start to drink. No. Self-control. The Holy Spirit lives on the inside of me. So when I face that situation, no matter the temptation, the hodge, I restrain myself because my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And that's where that's our connection with God, that's where it plays out. I can't lose my identity. I can sit, I do sit tables at parties with people drinking. But that doesn't suggest, let me try this. Everybody's holding red cup. I can hold red cup and put Pepsi inside. 
And I'm not afraid to hand, hand over my own red cup to you. Some people are afraid to hand over theirs. So please, don't get into it. It has a far-reaching effect. I don't know what marriages will look like five years from now, ten years from now, but it is scary by the reason what we see on a daily basis. So Adam, in closing tonight, wasn't lonely. God was his companion. And I think you need to get that. God was his companion. Before Eve came, God was his companion. He walked and talked with him. He named all the animals. God was his companion. So he wasn't lonely. He had communication with God. That's why it was very easy for him to say, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called a woman. Adam didn't get a wife to complete him. Rather, he, he got a wife to complement him. I know that's a theological statement. Uh, complete him. It's to complement him. Does the brain of a woman different from a man? No? Ten fingers, ten fingers. Ten feet, ten feet. Eyes, the same. Mouth, the same. The speed at which we use it is just different. You can't marry a monster now. I can't marry a woman who's, who has two eyes there, two eyes there. Because that person is not fit for... So, I'm all, I know that feminists have taken it to the other extreme. Whatever man has the capacity to do, if that man can create an enabling environment for the woman, she also has the capacity to do it. Can you see the balance? Hey. I didn't say uh, what a man can do, a woman can do. And yeah, 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 yeah. There are many things that when the push comes to shore, you need the strength of a man to function. There are many things also when the push comes to shore, you need the strength of a woman to function. So it's complementing one another. Can I have an amen? So in closing, please, don't spend all your time looking for a spouse. Marriage. It's a product of our all-enriching relationship, personal relationship with God. Marriage is that product of our all-personal-enriching relationship with God. It's when it is enriched, you have a sense of purpose that God gives you a helper to complement that purpose. Can I have an amen? amen. And lastly... The statement I've made, and I've made, the bottom line, God doesn't give you a wife. He parades the prospect. You make the decision. He who finds a wife, finds a good thing. So, this is what happened. These are the values of faith. When that man shows up, and he doesn't have these five things, it's a no-no for her. It's a no-no. That's the way we live in this kingdom. See, there may be good people eh, around Sam when he made this choice. But this is what he was looking for. And just like Adam, when he finds it, he said, wow, 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 this is what I'm looking for. It may even be in potential form because God has, marriage is work. You have to, it's raw material that you'll find. But as you use your inside and outside, you'll be able to develop it. 
And when you look at all those who have done it ahead of you and I, it's the same thing. So God parade the prospect. You have these values as a result of your personal relationship. It's very easy for you to make a decision. And this is what I tell, whether man or woman, if you have someone and then they said they want to go and pray about it, and six months, one year, move. It doesn't take God to communicate things for people. As many as are led by the Spirit. So, if you are, you are not violating, the, you can't violate the will of it. You can't say, oh, this is my wife. Eh? And then, is it a her or nothing? When I was searching. No, you can't do that. You can't violate her will. She has to agree that she wants to marry you. No pastor can say prophecy that you must marry each other. Mm -mm. You have to agree. Gone are the days that they pose wife to people who went to study in London. And when they, they see those women, they are seeing them for the very first time. No. No, you can't. That's why it's even in some part of Nigeria, it's even a criminal offense. Some people lock women inside the place and marry them by force. No. You can't marry somebody. It's violation of their will. That two can two work together except they agree. Father, we want to say thank you tonight. Let's lift up our hands and just appreciate God. This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudrata Biola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenergy.org for more.